Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I hope that you had an amazing 4th of July weekend because I did. Like, I just relaxed this weekend. I had some amazing food. I enjoyed the strawberry fruitcake that I was eating. I also enjoyed the chicken pho that my mom made. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically a broth meal with rice noodles. And you can add like meatballs and your seasoning on top of it. It was just so refreshing and it was so good. And oh my gosh, I'm just like so blown away that we are in July. Like we are six months into 2021 and that is just crazy to me. So before we even get to this episode, I really want you to reflect on the past six months and really see if this is like where you want to be right now. Like, did you reach your new year resolution goal? If you set one to lose like 20 pounds by this time or 10 pounds or whatever it is, like, have you been working on that? And if you haven't yet, like this is your wake up call to do that for the next six months, because this is your moment. There's a lot of time to achieve your goals. Okay, so do not underestimate that 2021 is over because we are already in June and you haven't accomplished any of your goals yet. Like you still have that time. So with that, I'm just excited for this podcast episode because for the past several weeks, I've been diving into more of the mindset work around losing weight and about consistency. And today I really want to talk about the best nutrition plan that can help you lose sustainable weight. And I started talking about this while coaching a few of my clients on how, you know, they have been able to stay consistent with their new eating habits that they've put with our time together. And here's the thing. It's not even about like tracking calories 100% of the time. It's not about eating chicken breast and broccoli for lunch and dinner or even like restricting yourself. It's been mostly about learning how to say no on purpose and making that be the best decision for you at that moment and be in tune with your body and how you feel throughout the whole entire process. And a common thing that I see a lot with the clients that I work with, and I also saw this in myself as well, too, when I first started my fitness journey is there was a lot of like lack of self-trust that I had. And this is also like some experience that my clients had when we start working together, because you are probably experiencing this too. Like you've let yourself down so many times when you say like, I'll lose weight this time, or this is the last bite of this pizza or ice cream, but you still get it. Or you tell yourself that you're not going to eat the leftovers, but you do it anyways. Like, let's just say if you haven't followed through with what you tell yourself that you're going to follow through with, and maybe that approach was either too restricting or too overwhelmed for you, you start to like lose this self-trust that you can actually accomplish losing the weight for good. And I felt like that at the beginning of my journey and my clients feel like that a lot in their journey. And this is why like, it's so important to remember that when you start your weight loss journey from a place of not having all of the self-trust that you want, you want to keep things very simple. But 
that's just like one piece of it, right? Like I talk a lot more about self-trust and honesty in my last episode, if that's a skill that you want to learn and be consistent at, because it's definitely going to be one of the things that's going to help you stay consistent for a lifetime. Like that last episode was so good. So after you finish this one, make sure you go listen to that one if you haven't yet already, because I dive deeper into how you can learn how to have more self-trust and be more honest with yourself so you can achieve your weight goal. Now, the beauty about knowing what's best for your body and like listening to it, to, you know, what it needs versus what it wants is going to help you come at this whole nutrition plan from a very different angle. And notice that I said need versus want, right? Those those two are very different from each other. And a lot of the times, if you approach your weight loss journey from a restrictive or an overwhelming, confusing place, you're always going to feel like that pizza is a need, that cookie is a need, that soda is a need, like all the foods that you love is a need because you've been like, trying to hide from them this whole entire time and now it feels like you need it when really it's a want and I want to like show you how you can start building the skill of like trusting your body and allowing your body to really pave the way of like what you should be eating for that day and how does it make you feel and remember this too is learning how to trust yourself and your body is a skill that you have to keep practicing over and over until it becomes normal for you. So don't be so hard on yourself when you're doing this for the first time, because think about it, right? You've been practicing not trusting yourself in this whole weight loss training for months or even years. It's going to take some time for you to build that trust for yourself and your body in order to know what's best for you. So with that, you're probably wondering, okay, Sam, like what's the best nutrition plan? And that is one that is simple and easy to follow right at this moment. Not the one where your friend is cutting all of the good foods in her diet and she's feeling exhausted. She hates her journey. She's always complaining about when the diet's going to be over. Like I'm literally talking about one that feels doable to you right this moment that doesn't require a lot of energy. I'm going to re-say that again. One that does not require a lot of energy. And this is important because the most challenging part about losing weight is actually getting up like that first step and doing something about it. And because when you first start out this journey and you have a lot of resistance to any of the change that's going to come up, like changing the way you eat, changing the way you work out or changing the way you think, you're going to want to stay comfortable, even if that's not like the results that you want, even though you don't feel happy being there. So this is why having something easy as the first step is how you're going to want to do it. And easy means it doesn't require a lot of energy, a lot of overwhelming and a lot of confusion in your brain. So to keep things simple, one thing that you can practice right now is don't even try to cut out anything in your usual eating plan right now. Like literally don't even change anything that you're eating like, for example, if you have a tub of ice cream every night and you get takeout every weekend and then you you also miss breakfast, like, don't even try to, like, be, you know, perfectionist poly the next day. Like, just keep everything the same, but have a different intention going forward. So here's what I mean. When you keep everything the same and you just focus on eating until you're full and stopping when you're full 
you will notice that you're probably going to eat less than what you expect because you're more aware and you're more present with yourself. And notice I say full versus stuffed because those are two different things too. Full is like when you're hungry and then you like eat until like you no longer feel that hungerness and the stuff is like to the point when you feel so uncomfortable that you want to lay down after you eat or you want to take a nap. Like those two are separate things. And when you don't change anything, you just tell yourself, okay, I just got to make sure I eat until I'm full and then stop. Like that's so easy, right? That's so easy to focus on. You don't have to worry about figuring out what you're going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner just yet. That's the step that's going to help you. And you'll soon realize that maybe how you've been eating in the past, you've been doing it because, you know, you were stressed, you were bored, you were sad, or you were like not eating enough throughout the day, or you were probably just eating way too much overall for no reason because you were watching TV while you were eating or you were eating on the way home from work. Like there's so many reasons why like you have the eating habits that you have right now. And I love this technique so much because it allows you to be present with your food and your body at the same time. And it really helps you check in with yourself. Like I feel like we often forget to check in with ourselves, like how we do with others. Like, for example, when you eat out with a friend and you guys are like ordering your food and you guys are like eating and stuff, like sometimes you ask your friend like, oh, hey, like, are you full yet? Like, are you done eating? Do you want any more? Like, do you want some dessert? Like, how do you feel? And those are literally the same questions that you can ask yourselves too every single time you eat. You don't have to wait until you go out to dinner with someone to, for them to ask you that or like for you to ask them that to remind yourself like when you are present with your food, you're not allowing any electronics to distract you. And you just focus on what's in front of you and eat it and just allow your body to give you the cue. You will be very surprised. And there's this statement that I say that it's, it's so true. And it is being present is a secret to stop overeating. Literally, it is the secret to stop overeating. And however you want to do this, do it in a way that works for you. And I always say that it's so much easier to put your phone, not in the kitchen, let's say you put it in the living room or you leave it downstairs so you don't have it with you when you're eating. That is so much easier than like doing keto for three months, like cutting your favorite carbs out. That is so much easier than working out seven times a week. Putting your phone away, it's so much easier than waiting until the weekend to eat your cheat meal, whatever it is. Being present is so much easier than going through the struggles of restrictive dieting. So just giving you some perspective of your resistance to putting your phone away, there's other options out there that is probably going to feel a lot harder than just putting the phone away. So with that, right, what's the next step? And that is once you get to the hang of listening to your body and stopping when you are full, one thing that I have found really helped me and my clients is keeping all of your food in one plate versus multiple containers 
without changing the way you're eating, right? You're eating is still the same. You're still eating the same thing like you usually do, but you're just eating it on one plate versus multiple plates. And you will see the difference in your hunger and fullness level because a lot of the times our brain don't think that we're eating a lot when we have like separate food and separate containers all at once. And when we put it all in one plate, it's almost like, oh, like this is a lot of food. Like I have a lot. And this was actually very challenging for me at the beginning because I grew up in an Asian household. And if you grew up in an Asian household like me, or if your family does this too, let me know. But we grew up like setting the dining table with like multiple bowls or plates all at once with different types of dishes. Like sometimes we'll have like chicken stir fry, we'll have veggies, we'll have fruits, we'll have desserts. And then each of my family member will have like their plates. And then we will like dip into each of the dishes and put it on our plates and this process made it really easy for us to get seconds and it also made it really easy to overeat because we would only like see what we put on our plate and sometimes that might feel like it's not enough but when you add up all the plates that you ate or all the foods that you put together like it's a lot more than you think and it's a lot more than you need so changing it to one plate versus having a multiple plates is going to change the way your brain thinks. It's also going to trick your brain and it's going to be like, oh, like this is a lot of food. And you're going to be able to see everything you're consuming right at that moment. And trust me, you're going to feel so surprised at the amount that you ate with the multiple plates and container once you start doing this. Like every time I do this exercise with my clients, they are always so blown away at how much they eat with the multiple plates and they didn't even realize it. And then sometimes like they can't even finish all of the food in their one plate because they're so full already because they're able to listen to their body and their hunger level. And they're like, oh, this is a lot of food on my one plate. And they are okay with not finishing their food. So that's something that you can try out for your next meal. But do you understand what I mean now when I say that your best nutrition plan is the one that is simple and doable for you? And one that doesn't feel like confusing or overwhelming, like just me explaining this to you, I really hope that it helps simplify that process in your brain. So you're like, yes, like I can do this. Like I can implement this today. Like we want that, right? You want to feel like we are confident in the process so that we can lose the weight for good. And then before you know it, you'll soon realize that you don't need that tub of ice cream every night or you're not even going to be feeling it anymore. And you start to begin not eating everything on your plate like it starts to become your new normal like you're not that leftover eating person and you're now focused on feeling full and not like stuffing yourself to the point where you have food coma like that's where the real change is and these are the steps that you can apply today to start seeing weight loss results it's all about changing your intentions behind what you're currently doing collecting that data with something simple analyzing it with your body and mind and then moving on to the next thing and building a new habit on top of each other instead of focusing on doing it only the black and white way which is similar to like the all or nothing mindset like either you go very extreme or you don't do it at all like you can have something in between and still lose weight you can eat what you like and lose weight at the same time you don't have to sacrifice like one or the other right i think our brain thinks that we have to do that and you have to remind yourself that you don't have to be on an extreme diet plan. It just has to be something that you can stick to. And once you're in tune with your hunger and fullness level, and you have like what we just talked about under your belt, 
you can now prepare yourself to focus on the quality of food choices, right? Like eating foods that are more high volume so that you can stay full longer. If you don't know what high volume foods are, they're basically foods that are low in calories, but they help you stay full longer. So these are like watermelon, a big salad bowl, like a good one too, not them not them crusty salads, right? But ones that actually taste good. And then, you know, cucumber, berries, like start incorporating some of those high volume foods into your day. And you'll start to see that like, oh my gosh, I'm able to handle these changes because you've already built self-trust of yourself by staying present with your food, by changing the multiple plates container to one plate and then stopping when you're full and all of that, right? That's so important. And what I just went over with you is just some of the sneak peek of the strategies that I dive deep with each of my private clients to create a nutrition plan that makes sense for them based on their, you know, weight loss journey that will help them build a solid foundation, right? Like these are what's going to create a permanent lifestyle change that's going to be lasting, not something that it's going to only be there for temporarily. These are going to be the things that you're going to be implementing for the rest of your life. To add on to that, one thing that you can do once you start focusing on the quality of foods is start being intentional with your meal planning. And every time I bring up meal planning, I feel like everybody has a different image of it. But because the internet always shows like one way of meal planning, I think that's where sometimes you might be resistant to meal planning because you're imagining like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be eating the same food from Monday through Friday. Or like, oh my gosh, like I have to prep all of my food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner and like put them in the refrigerator and they're not going to be fresh. And like, ew, like I don't want to eat like overdue food, like all of these stuff, right? But what if meal planning doesn't have to be like that? And when I say like intentional meal planning, like it just means knowing what you're going to be eating for the next day. Doesn't even have to be for like the whole entire week, right? Like just the next day or even two to three days ahead of time. Like there's so many ways to meal plan, but when you're resistant to meal planning, you're not going to be able to find the way that works for you. So for example, I have some clients that meal plan For the whole week, I have some clients that just meal plan for the next day. Like they just want to know that tomorrow I'm going to be eating this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I have some clients that do it right in the morning and that works for them, right? Like I really love this weight loss coach. Her name is Corinne Crabtree and she is... She is a woman that has lost over 100 pounds. And one thing she really said that stuck out to me was she said... When she was trying to lose weight at the beginning, she couldn't even think about like the week of what she wants to eat. Like she couldn't even think that far ahead. She just had to worry about one day at a time. And because of that, she would only plan one day at a time. And that worked for her. And that made things simple for her. And so she's an example to show you that it doesn't have to be this whole extravagant of like, you know, containers with food everything like that, right? It could be just 24 hours or it could just be that day of. But having some structure is going to help you not get off track and not have you just go with the flow because when you go with the flow, it's really easy for you to get distracted, to go the convenient route and to eat things that is going to make you feel guilty um, later. So whatever you can do to plan ahead of time, that's what's going to help you. 
Now, one thing that I really want to leave you with after all of this is learning how to say no on purpose. And this is going to be your secret weapon. Like, I feel like when it comes to losing weight, sometimes you might not want to say no to like certain old eating habits. Like maybe you used to binge, maybe you used to eat out all the time. Maybe you're drinking alcohol so often. And because you're so resistant to change, even though it's supposed to happen, like I mentioned earlier, you're going to be more prone to saying yes to those things, even though like drinking or eating that certain way is not going to help you lose weight consistently. But what if you just said no on purpose instead of trying to fight the resistance of saying no? Like, just think about that. Like that is going to change the way you make decisions with what's on your plate because you're already deciding ahead of time. Like if a friend asks you, hey, let's go party this weekend. Let's drink. Let's get drunk. Let's get blacked out. Like you already know that your answer is going to be a no. If your sibling asks you to eat the leftover on their plate, like you already say no, right? Or if your boyfriend is ordering takeout and he's asking you like, hey, what do you want to eat at Denny's tonight? Learning how to say no and be like, when he asked that, I'm going to be saying no. And planning that ahead of time, like planting that in your brain, because you know your environment and you know what you're surrounding yourself with that will cause these uh, scenarios that might set you up for failure. But when you learn how to say no on purpose, you are actually allowing yourself to say yes to the future you who is going to be losing the weight and that's going to be maintaining it for good. And so think about that because you will be surprised with what can change right now, right at this moment when you do that. Like understanding you don't got to fight with the resistance. You just got to plan your no and do it on purpose. And to add about resistance too is it's supposed to happen. You're supposed to be resistant to your new goals. You're supposed to be resistant to change. That's what we do as humans. Like we're not supposed to feel like, amazing about resistance and so sometimes when you say no on purpose sometimes you might feel like you're forcing yourself to take action by cooking at home versus stopping at mcdonald's after work even though you know that cooking at home is what's going to help you lose weight but it's supposed to be like that and when you know that that's part of the process you're not gonna be like oh my gosh like this decision is supposed to be like so easy. I'm not supposed to feel some type of way. I'm supposed to just like agree with them. I'm supposed to feel 100% positive. That's not true. When you say no on purpose, it's not always going to make you feel 100% positive and it's not always going to flow with ease. But when you accept that and you prepare yourself for the resistance ahead of time, things are going to happen for you. So remember this. When you say no on purpose to the weekly alcohol drinks or party that your friend throws or when your sibling asks you to eat their leftover or when the waiter asks you to get desserts or when your brain is offering you to just get fast food because it's convenient, you will be surprised for having the courage to say yes to losing weight right now, anytime and wherever. All right, so sit with that. But that's what I have for you today. If you want to lose weight eating what you like, I invite you to join my six-month one-on-one coaching program. This is where I help you stop the dieting and restricting and build a better relationship with food while feeling confident 
in your body. So if you want this for you, click the link in my show notes to apply today. I would love to help you get there. But if you want to connect with me outside of this podcast, visit my Facebook and IG in the show notes as well. But until then, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superly.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you next.